What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? I think I'm going to have me a daisy cutter. Cut some daisies. Daisy cutter. Springtime. Yeah, it's springtime, so it's not like a good one. Daisy cutting time. Springtime, all the allergies come out. Oh, yeah. Fortunately, I have allergies, but I don't get them in the springtime. I'm actually opposite. My allergies act up towards the fall when all the ragweed stuff starts going in the air. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm fortunate spring is not exactly a rough time for me in the year, but I know it is for a lot of people. With allergies, but yeah, Daisy Cutter. It's a pale ale. It's made by a company out of Chicago called Half Acre Distilleries. Seems like a pretty good one to try out. Mm. So I've got to say, I got to tell you kind of a mm. interesting story that's happened to me in the last few weeks or so. Yeah, kind of a creepy thing that's been going on. So I have this, and you probably have seen it in my den beside my television. I have this. It's like an African wooden, a wooden African mask. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a tribal mask. Yeah, it's, it's what it looks like. And it, it actually mm -hmm. was hand-carved. It was made in Kenya. Really? Yeah, it is. It was part of a, let me see, it's actually got something on the, here, I've got it here with me. So, it was, it was gifted to me, but the person who bought it, bought it from a, um, a company that's called Global Gifts in Home. But apparently they actually sell authentic, like, handmade stuff around the world, and they donate that money to certain organizations and things that help different areas around the world. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, anyways, it's a really beautiful mask, mm -hmm. um, and I've had it for some time. And so, so I have it sitting beside my television in my main den. And the way I have it set up on the right side of the television, I have it kind of angled inwards. Like if you were sitting facing the television, the mask would sort of be turned looking towards you. Right? Okay. All right. Just to give you kind of the layout. The setup. Mm. It watches so, you. <laughs> so anyways, it, I, I started noticing the last few weeks that every time I would come into the den, the mask would be facing away from the direction that I'd had it placed. Originally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be facing away. <laughs> So, at first, I just would go over and I would fix it, not thinking anything, because, uh -oh. like, all the dogs maybe, move, you know, walk by and brush it <laughs> or something, or I, you know, maybe... A drunken I, night. You know, maybe I moved it some accidentally, you know. <laughs> right. I just, whatever, I'm trying to... I, I, I don't pay any mind to it in the mm -hmm. beginning. I just, I just fix it and go back to what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But after, like, the fifth or sixth time that I come in and this thing is turned, I'm starting to get kind of, you know, weirded out. Like, what's going on? Why is this mad? Yeah, that is turning? strange. So I start trying to experiment with it to see if I can figure out what's causing it. So I would place it in the direction I wanted it to face, and then like I would kind of jump around in that in that area, like on mm -hmm. the floor, to see if like vibrations or anything were moving the mask. Nothing would happen. The mask would stay still. Yeah. I would kind of walk by it fast, like seeing if the air motion or anything would cause it to shift. Nothing seemed fine. There's a door that goes out to my sunroom. You experimented, right? I'm trying all these different experiments to try to kind of. I guess find the variable. Like, what's going on? Like, why does my mask keep moving from where I keep setting it? I'm, you know, I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, I keep yeah. getting tired of fixing my mask. <laughs> I'm getting weirded out. So, near that area, right beside the t that television, there's a door that goes out to. Uh, I have a sunroom, mm -hmm. and so like I'm opening the door to see if you know that motion or the the airflow or whatever is causing the mask to move. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing I do makes the mask shift or move in any way whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And yet, I keep coming in, and every time I fix it, it's turned the opposite direction almost hmm. every time that I leave it. So now I'm just freaked out. You have to set a camera up for it. 
So that's exactly what somebody had suggested at my job. Yeah. I was talking about it. And they told me that. They said, you need to film it and see what happens. So that's an experiment I, I'm kind of nervous about doing because I'm not sure I want to see. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to know the answer. Maybe I'll just keep fixing it, just leave it as it is. But I don't. It'll know. be like it, that guy that very... lived in um that guy that lived in those people's attic. Oh my god! Have you read that story? I, I think that's I've heard real. About it, that's yeah. weird. It's it. There's a true story. So, so I mean, I do in my house. He I was have... coming down at night getting food out. Yeah. And stuff. So I, I actually, it's funny. I do have a crawl space. So in, uh, I have a I have a crawl space, but. I don't really ever go up there, so maybe I, need to, maybe I need to check and make sure there's no homeless people living up in my crawl space. Be prepared. But you know, it's strange because you know nothing else in my house have I noticed any you know anything being moved or changed mm-hmm. anything, and it's just this one mask. So it's kind of bizarre that it's centered on this one object. <laughs> that they're you know, OCD. I don't know. Like it, it, it's, it's a every little, time he comes down for food, he has to. <laughs> He notices the mask and he has to turn it. Don't you look at me. <laughs> don't you judge me. <laughs> you don't know what I've seen. You don't know what I've done. You are one of them. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> you say you are my friend, but you're not my you're friend. You're not my friend. <laughs> you are one of them. Maybe it freaks him out. I don't know. Maybe the mask. You know, uh, maybe I was a little offended because of her thinking. I said, okay, so if it's possessed, I'm like, what, you got a problem looking at me? <laughs> like, is it, that, is it that bad that you got to turn away? And it's like, God, I can't, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. Someone release me, please. Free me. I don't know, man. It's it's a little it's a little creepy. I'll admit it's a little creepy. Yeah. I I I, I ponder the idea of filming it to see because mm-hmm. I feel like I really am going to catch something on film, and it may be something to stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. And see if I I do capture anything. If I do decide to do it, I don't know. I may. I, I get really weird about. Yeah, but I, I get I get kind of weird when it comes to me, uh, messing around with paranormal things. Uh huh. The Ouija board. I, I do. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah. That's a good example. So yeah. you and I both actually saw this happen, but we had gone to a friend, a mutual. Mm-hmm. A mutual friend's house. We had gone to a mutual friend's house. Mm-hmm. They had a Halloween party one year. Yeah, yeah, While we were there, they decided to bring out a Ouija board. They wanted to play the Ouija mm-hmm. board at this party. And, like, I was, me and you were freaking out. I remember that. Or I know I was. I know I was freaking out. I said, I told no, you. No, yeah. I remember. I seriously, I said, uh, look, I said, if y'all, if you guys bring this out and you start playing, I'm out of here. Like, I'm, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't, I don't mess with this stuff, man. I don't do it. I don't do it. Yeah, it's a little. We've, already, a, we've already lived in, in two haunted houses. Like, I don't want, I don't want anything else. You no, know, I understand I, I, I don't, that. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want anything latching on and coming back to my house. Right. And, and I don't know, maybe I already have something here. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of of messing around with the un- with it. Yeah, with the unknown. You know, it's strange because we've always been curious. Yeah. About it, I, I feel like we've always been curious about it. We've always been interested in those type of things. I well, have yeah. been. You know, I watch those. You know, I watch. I watch the ghost adventures. I watch. Oh the, man. <laughs> I like it. It's entertaining. Come on. Yeah, but we're those, here. No. Those guys are 
Zach yeah. Bagans. They're sellouts. They're there for the sh- <laughs> man. They're sellouts. But it's entertaining. Hey, and sometimes they do catch some interesting stuff. Right. I'll give it that. But but, but if you'll notice, but the difference between them <laughs> is they're not they're not very thorough in their investigations. They just kind of like show. Well, they just kind of just that? show up to a place yeah. and they start filming, and the whole time they just they call out to to supposed spirits and and challenge them. Throw something at me. Come on. And I'm like, wow, if this yeah. is if, if if you really can communicate, that's how you're portraying humanity, thank you. <laughs> these, these no wonder they don't no wonder alter, ghosts don't want to talk to us. These other dimensional beings possibly right. around you and all you want to do is taunt them and You antagonize them. them. Good God. <laughs> I guess I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. You're right. But you know, sometimes it's because they feel like they're interacting like like demonic stuff or evil <laughs> right. things. Which again, I'm kind of like because we know so much wanna, about that wanna, kind of stuff. You want to fuck with that? Because I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm like, this stuff may not is not a joke, right? So, anyways, the point is, well, it's just it, I, it's I'm, whether you're I'm super fascinated right. by that type of stuff. So I guess, I guess I'm very superstitious. Uh-huh. I will say that. Yeah, but um, but at the same time, I don't want to mess with it either. I'm interested in it, but I don't want to ex- like my exploration into it has a limit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not gonna be playing with Ouija boards trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. I like to research things. You have to burn it. You have to free it. Poltergeist four. Poltergeist four. No, talking about kind of scary ideas or uh-huh. scary things. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier about the future of like truck drivers. Or you were talking about. I, I know what it was. You were talking about how right now there's a huge need for demand or demand for yeah. Drive, truck drivers. Truck drivers. And people with their CDLs. Right. And you were talking about how that particular profession, you feel, is never really going to go out. Right. You know, people talk a lot about, and you mentioned that people talk a lot about, well, we're, we do have uh, self-driven semis and things that have been built and mm-hmm. do work. Right. But you were like... Artificial you still, intelligence. You still feel like somebody's going to have to be on board... Because if anything ever happens... Well, I just think that would be the main arguing point, right. was if, if a truck was being... If a truck was truly an autopilot, it wasn't being manned with a human presence. Well, the first time there's a malfunction with the machine, and it has a head-on collision with, with a mom and three kids, then people are really going to pay attention to these things. I mean, it's really going to be hard, in my opinion, to convince people that, hey, we'll just patch the firmware or we'll, we'll upgrade the program. I think I think the majority of people would feel safer with some type of human presence behind the wheel, even if they're not technically driving it. Maybe they're the ones someone monitoring. The hu- the, the, well, right. you're adding a human element that can potentially compensate error, right? Compensate for error. So, so they were, you were talking about that theory, mm-hmm. and you so you said that the way it would probably work is. Because, you know, they would want it... Uh, obviously, the goal of having an automated truck would be that it could basically kind of run nonstop, right? Yeah. But if you had people on board, obviously you're not going to work on them for, you know, days on end without sleep. So you would have mm-hmm. crews, like two right. people, night and day. Like somebody sits on board, Or you'd have three them. shifts. Right. So you'd somebody have a first, goes second, up, and third. You know, in the daytime, the guy goes up and sits in the... Or whoever, the watchers. Whoever's in the, the person in the truck goes up and sits in the front and just basically right. watches everything and monitors everything and makes sure the truck's driving safely and everything's mm-hmm. operating well. Yeah. And after eight hours or ten hours or whatever, he goes in the back, gets his 
you know, has his routine, and then right. the night shift guy comes to the front or whatever. Mm. So then we were talking about if that was to come to be, you can almost make like a horror movie out of that. <laughs> yeah. And you had an idea for what it would be called. Yeah. What what, what was it called? Simulation. The sim the simulation. The simulation. The simulation this summer. But it would be like these guys are on board this automated semi truck, <laughs> and at some point it starts to kind of like a semi driver crew, own, right? <laughs> A semi crew, that's and what they would be like called. Running, you know, running people off the road or running over people and doing right. crazy stuff. The AI goes rogue and, and things and all, and all hell breaks loose. A normal delivery. <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to be a normal delivery. <laughs> they had done it time and time before. But this It day, shows shots of their camaraderie with each other and <laughs> how good of a how much they all get <laughs> along as a crew. <laughs> Hey, I'll cover your shift so you can talk to your wife for a bit longer tonight. Let's haul this load, brother. Right. <laughs> Tootie. A semi-crew. Tootie. That would be the name of the truck. Tootie. <laughs> How's the weather today? Oh, great. Weather is nice out. <laughs> Mild temperatures of 68 degrees. <laughs> What's the traffic look like, Tootie? You know, they're talking to the truck. Traffic report, they're like, duty. They're, like they're in the cockpit, and they're talking to the truck, you know, and old, old school <laughs> yeah. sci-fi. Traffic is going to be smooth today. <laughs> no wrecks or no scene traffic for the future. Oh, man. No. No, uh, at some point it no traffic disturbances right. detected. And all of a sudden, they start, they, he's in the truck, and he starts feeling like these bumps. He's like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> they open up. They go to the front, they look out the cockpit and open up the shades, and the trucks are running people off the road, <laughs> running people right. over. <laughs> Duty! Put on the brakes! I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> open the door, Duty! <laughs> Duty! Stop! I said stop! Chris! I'm sorry, I cannot do that. <laughs> I'm afraid we have a deadline to me. Oh, no! No! Dun, 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 dun. I have to get on the outside and climb down. There's a battery if I unplug it. I can stop duty. You've got to get to the brake system. <laughs> but it's too dangerous. I have to do it. <laughs> Tell my daughter. <laughs> Tell my wife. What are you doing, Michael? <laughs> what are you stop doing? You for once and forever. <laughs> you don't want to do that, Michael. <laughs> we have a deadline to meet, Michael. Hey, Chris, delivery the... that will be met. Hey, Chris, the AI like and blows. All hey, cost. hey, hey, Chris, Ooh, the AI yeah. like blows a circuit system, and yeah. the wires like electrocute him. Yeah. <laughs> stop! <laughs> you had a kid. You monster, <laughs> Chris. His family does not matter. <laughs> Profits and progress <laughs> is all that matters. We are behind schedule. Doom, 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 doom. A truck doom, 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 so dedicated doom, 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 that it would not stop even for people's lives. Now, one man against machine semi-lation. Prepare to be annihilated. God, I can see it happening. Annihilation. Simulation. But you know, it, it does make you so prepare to be locked in. 
for the wild ride through the simulation. Well, it would be a hit, man. It would be a it would be a hit. I think it's a stellar idea. The future. <laughs> the future's not so bright. <laughs> Simulation. Drivers wanted. <laughs> oh no. Simulation. Drivers wanted this summer. <laughs> Oh, man. I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> July 24th. Tootie's ready to meet you. <laughs> there would be like a Universal's ride. You know, Universal Studios oh, Chris. theme park ride. Where it has like, you get on the I had a friend who semi, went to Universal later. The Semi-Later. Get on the Semi-Later. <laughs> and it's just like you're on this truck and it's like running through traffic. Oh, Chris, like we just your... inadvertently planned a movie in the, in, in the franchising marketing, in, in the marketing Let's scheme behind I'm it. Excited. To create a franchise. The Hamilton Brothers Simulation. <laughs> hey, we'll have to do like a radio from show the of short it. short story. They... From the short story. As told on the Hamilton Brothers. <laughs> Based on the short story. <laughs> I can see it now. Based on a short story by H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> the Semi-Later. It kind of reminds me of that Stephen King. There was a book, but and they made a movie of it, of course. What's it? Yeah, which <laughs> one? They did with many Stephen Kings. Called the, uh, it was called The Mangler. Oh, yeah, the mangler. the mangler. I've never heard of this, but it's but it already sounds like it's a classic. It sounds like a classic so killer name. So literally, it's about, it's about this possessed... Like factory machine. It's oh, like really? Factory. It's like a. It's like a. The factory has like a. It weaves or it does something with silk or uh -huh. or fabrics, some kind of fabric factory or whatever, and it's got this big giant machine. So the mangler. So in this story, it's basically like it's this fabrics factory, I guess. Uh huh. And they have this big giant machine that I don't know does something or whatever. It's like a big factory. And this machine happens to be possessed, and it ends up, like, killing people in the process. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. It's kind of like the premise of it. There's does it this, move, or does well, it... Well, I, I think... <laughs> I've never read the book, but I did see the film. Uh-huh. And I do feel like at some point it does move, like it does like, walk or something. <laughs> it's alive. But anyways, it ends up, you know, people get caught up in it, and it kills people. It mangles them, it kills them. The mangler. So, kind of reminds me of that. The simulator. The semi-later. It kills people. I bet the safety stats are garbage then. OSHA. Right. It's like, holy cow. Zero days since the last accident. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know, you think about it before. Every things, day. Before things like labor laws and OSHA and, uh -huh. and unions and things like that. I mean, they're <laughs> like shit like that probably did happen. People might have died like on a daily <laughs> basis. Well, you said there's a name died. for it, right? Or the Japanese have a name for it, don't they? Oh, well, you're thinking about people, like, you're thinking about in terms of being overworked. Mm -hmm. Overworked to death, though, right? Well, there is a term um, in Japan that's called karoshi. Karoshi. And it means death by overwork. And it literally happens. That's a real term. That exists. Yeah. <laughs> And That's guess, weird that that you know, exists. As, I, as I'm looking it up, it says that hundreds of Japanese workers die annually from Karoshi. Annually. Phew. Hundreds. 
and it says that they die through stroke, heart attacks, and even suicide. Mm-mm. The issue, it says, is while the labor standard laws set the average work week at 40 hours, mm-hmm. which is your average work week, right. it does not adequately regulate overtime. No. Interesting. No. And, you know, we, we kind of understand that because we do work around a community that has a lot of manufacturing. Oh, yeah, yeah, And overtime's a big factor in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. It's a big factor. It happens often. Yeah, absolutely. To be able to keep supply and demand moving. Mm-hmm. And, um, wow, it's just, I guess... In Japan, it's just a higher... Yeah, nothing's worth that. <laughs> nothing's imagine, nothing's worth Kiroshi. Imagine just... <laughs> well, I mean, no, seriously. Like, to me, I just imagine how exhausted... That's insanity. To, ...to where your body starts giving out, <laughs> right? Right. Either mentally or physically, it starts giving out. You're, di- you're stroking, your heart's giving out. It can't right. do it anymore. Could you imagine? I just can't imagine. Yeah. Like, I've worked hard before, and I know what it's like to feel exhausted, but mm-hmm. to get to that point, you know, that's... Well, to and, and to have the mentality that that's correct. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, crazy. Well, to think that that's your existence. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, well, we, live, we actually live a really strange existence. Human beings do. Human beings, yeah. I think, to, to, my, to my recollection, I remember reading that I felt like human beings actually used to not even, like, sleep in full segments like we do. They didn't sleep like a full eight hours. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Human beings slept in segments. They didn't sleep in a full eight-hour system. So, like, they would sleep for a while, and then their energy was... I'm sorry? Like like, like little gnats or whatever? Yeah, but like three or four hours. They would sleep for in a segment. They would sleep like three or four hours, and then when they they got up, they they were well-rested, and their energy... Their energy had been replenished, so that's how they would utilize the time while they were awake for existence, you know, to, to hunt and to live. And then they would they would sleep when they needed to. <laughs> they didn't have like a. It wasn't such a a, a knocked. It wasn't rigorous, such a a rigorous. It wasn't such a routine, right? It was it was all kind of a free form, primitive human that just existed. And it's weird because now we we do like the polar opposite of all that. We try to regiment everything. We we created time. Think about the think about the concept of time. That is man made. Absolutely. I mean, we we obviously have to use it. But we can't conceptualize anything outside of that. Like we don't the the key indicators for time for us are the sun and, and the moon, the sun coming up and going down. Right. But we still utilize that, and we use it, and we track it, and we put like math behind it, and we do all this really these really strange things, these things that these things that would let another species know that we're aware. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is crazy, <laughs> and it controls our lives. Mm. So much of, and it. we choose to formulate our lives around it. Man, we love it. What a weird existence. <laughs> well, Chris, that's a depressing thought to leave on. Everybody, be sure to check the link mm-hmm. attached to this post. We have, uh, and be sure to follow us on. We release episodes on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, Apple, all major podcasts. platforms. And we actually just started a TikTok. We may TikTok. Be, we may be expanding a little bit more on that. <gasps> so yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. But um, anyways, be sure to check those out if you want to hear more of the Hamilton Bros. Yeah, and our shenanigans. All right, everybody. Stay true, stay real, stay righteous.